everyone to the second part, the second episode, what be as you may, of Beaver Does Live. I'm your host, James Beaver. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Now, we had some fun last week. We had so we had some issues. Bit of teething. As you can see behind me, still still looks like a room. Uh, eventually, I will be. Fr I do have a green screen, just not enough light to make it look good. So, pretty much that will be in the new year. Constantly improving this show, so make sure you guys enjoy yourselves and sit back and relax and enjoy the live show. So, let's get into the nitty gritty of this segment of this show. Every every Monday live stream, Tuesday you check you can hear the audio. Uh, if you just want to check it out, check there. I will keep the video stream up for a day or two, then it'll be deleted. I will have them backed up, and that will be a Patreon reward. A, a couple of backlogs on everything from movie reviews to everything available. So definitely check that out whenever need be. So now where were we? We're on news. This is the news section. This is me wanting to get my personal opinion, even though sometimes it's not warranted. But guess what? It's my show. Going to tell you guys how I feel about this stuff. So, now, let's get into it. My first story, uh, this was from Mike. He told me that, well, Mike Reed is my co-host. Uh, he with his time, he's unable to come on to these live shows every so often. But he's also a fantastic researcher. And pretty much a lot of these uh, news reports came from him. So the man is my researcher, my co-host, my friend, my confidant. So be as it may. Now, let's go into the first story. First story is HBO. Max have announced that they are start simultaneously releasing movies at the same time as they are in theaters. I believe that this is them trying to try something new to get more viewers onto HBO Max. Uh, movies like Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, and Dune, Mortal Kombat I saw. Uh, Matrix 4 as well, so a lot of Warner Brothers uh, movies are coming out and people are kind of wondering what is going to be going on right now, What what's happening. But unfortunately, uh, Legendary, who are the guys behind Dune and Congress is Godzilla, they're actually having a major issue right now with this. And from what I've been looking into it, it seems like... They are actually pursuing a court case about this because they generally believe that this is going to cut into their profits. It's going against their uh, contracts. They're uh, weighing their legal options to try and prevent WB from releasing their potential blockbusters under the proposed Steven model. Simply put, they were not consoled by Warner Brothers before the news broke last week. I mean, that Legendary found out that their temples will be going to the small screen the same way we all did, which, in my opinion, is kind of messed up. Uh... You're, allow, you're, you're selling the rights to this company and they're turning around and going against the original contract. Uh, the way I'm seeing with Warner Brothers is, I think, because it's so unprecedented, 
right now what is going on in the current times i think they are trying to they're trying to in their best opinion try make as much money as possible get as many eyes on their streaming platforms as possible and they believe that they can just do this and that it'll be good for everybody uh streaming has slightly been successful i i do wonder with the movies if there's like a still a strong movie theater presence would streaming do as well in my opinion i don't know as someone who prefers the movie if theater experience because even though like I, I have a decent sized tv and a decent sized audio it's still not a movie theater for me I, I my favorite thing is on a saturday morning around noon to get up go go pick a movie go watch and then come back home because it's just me with some other people that won't talk to me it's just me, the movie theater, watching watching a movie, and that's it. I I don't have the expectancy for everyone else to enjoy that I know. It's just me, the movie, and my own opinion. And it's super relaxed and super chill. As soon as everything is open up again, I'm pretty much gonna try and go to the movie theaters more. I'm pretty much like originally this year my plan was to go to a movie theater once a week. I was going to do it once a week and report it on on my podcast, do like a little bonus. I still plan to do that, but now it's going to be on this live show. Right now, I'm just doing video on demand stuff, which you will find out in the future. But who knows, I might even do, you know, two, two movies a week. Because what else am I going to do? What, what else? So, and we have one of the best movie theaters in town, uh, in my opinion, which is the Grant Park Mall, which has those great recliner seats, in my opinion. We also have a decent uh, cheap theater, which I'm hoping it will still be open, which is Town 8. Fantastic. De uh, $5 for a movie, like brand new movies. I watched uh, Avengers Endgame in that theater and didn't have a problem. Uh, the, sheets are, uh, the seats are cheap. But everything else is great. Uh, the guy who runs it is a decent guy. Uh, funniest story. And this is why the fear experience is good. I think it was Batman versus Superman. And me, I was watching it on my own, just chilling. And some guys in the front row were screaming their ass off. And the next thing I see in the corner of my eye is the theater manager literally dragging them out. <laughs> hands in the back of the necks pulling them out because they wouldn't leave they were throwing popcorn everything and then in the funny news he then came back out and he went sorry guys for that and everyone just shushed him and he, he's like oh god okay fine fine but other than that it, it comes down to it our movie fit is going to survive because it seems like these production companies these distributors are trying to save as much money as possible and I, d I don't think it will i think there's there will always be a need to see a movie in the theater it's very much like the gaming industry uh even though it's slowly dying brick and mortar stores 
are still around even though they're trash and i do the only time i go into a, like a video game store now is just to browse so that i know what to look for when i go back home to check on my digi on my online digital store that's the only time really and i think it's i don't think movie theaters are going to go with the way of the video game store or the the rental store because i think the experience is too much but it does need to change in a way that's more consumer friendly and i think grant park with their really comfortable seats you're coming to somewhere that's a lot more comfortable and has a lot more added to it i think the days of your cheap bullshit theaters where there's nothing going on you have hard ass seats which hurt your ass after an hour i think they're gonna die but I think the more luxury VIP places are going to become a, a big... I think it might even go the way of theatre where there's limited amount of showings, but it's good to go because you see like movies first time. I'm also very interested because it seems like a lot of companies now are really... I think Universal were pushing for it and Warner Brothers were pushing for it uh, to cut down the time from theatres to video on demand. And I think for the big temple stuff, it's not going to happen. The only, the only reason why a lot of these temple pole movies, these big blockbusters, were released was because the schedule would get too cra crazy if they had everything loaded up into one year. So I think what they're trying to do is kind of curb another market enough so that they can make money. Because if, if they're going to put something like let's see Godzilla versus Kong versus a Marvel movie I don't think I think Godzilla versus Kong is a strong movie I actually rewatched Kong Skull Island which I really enjoyed but I think if if they put it against a Doctor Strange I don't think it's going to do as well in my opinion so it's really pretty much a choice of what they want to remain in the theaters and I think that's what might happen. I think a lot of these independent movies aren't going to get released in the theater anymore. I think it's going to be a lot more blockbusters. I also think it's going to be horror. I think horror is such a successful, quick book. Every, every Halloween, you have a bunch of horror movies and they all kill. <clears throat> they, they all kill. And I think it's going to be horrors. I think it's going to be spectacle movies like an avatar or something like that and then like your dramas and everything like that i think they're gonna be more like simulcast with theaters where there's a limited release in the theaters for people who, who still want to go who refuse to use streaming services and then you've got these big juggernaut blockbuster movies that everyone wants wants to check and they're still going to be in the theater as long as those movies still exist these big ass movies we're still going to have that. Now, in some uh, casting news, uh, Oscar Isaac was announced as Solid Snake. Uh, this was <coughs> this was reported to me. I I couldn't find the original article, but I did find a, uh, an article which was what Oscar Isaac would look like as Solid Snake, and. Not bad, not bad. If anything, if 
I'm really interested to do to see what they do with this story because I really enjoy the stuff the Metal Gear franchise but holy fuck is it convoluted it's you, you need seven movies just to unveil what the first one is and it's not needed so I think we're going to get a more condensed version of Metal Gear Solid and it's going to be pretty interesting on how they do it but I wonder what Hideo Kojima his involvement is with this because he's always wanted to like make or break into movies like pretty much since day one since the technology with PlayStation has been as good as it has been they've been like Hideo Kojima has been pushing it and goddamn as beautiful as it looked and as great as it as like it felt I hated Death Stranding uh, this is a bit of video game uh, Death Stranding had Norman Reedus in and you pretty much deliver stuff from post to post and I was enjoying that but then that goddamn baby uh, fuck the baby first of all because it's it took the worst game mechanic from uh, Yoshi Island where baby Mario is floating away crying that's what happens but instead of a simple go catch it situation the baby starts crying and I'm I'm getting pissed off and I'm getting PTSD from this baby crying and I'm trying to defend myself while these assholes trying to take my package. That's a whole rant for another time. Maybe one day I will do a stream where I'm just screaming obscenities at my computer while I'm playing Death Stranding. So uh, Oscar Isaac is very interesting as Solid Snake. I do wonder who they would get for liquid snake because you know it's an old ass game so i'm gonna give the spoiler so liquid snake is the clone twin brother of oscar isaac so i'm wondering if liquid is gonna end up being also played by oscar isaac and you've got revolver ocelot where back in the day when that was successful Everyone kept saying Clint Eastwood. But now, I would say Avatar actor Stephen Lang. I think he has like that really buff old dude attitude to him. And he's badass enough that he would work. If I'm being honest. Uh, then you could put... I would probably get Batista for the giant raven dude. I, raven, uh, I think it's Vulcan Raven. And then you could get like a Femme Fatale for Sniper Fox. You have quite a bit that you could do with that. Very interesting. I also wonder if they would tease the President, aka Solid Snake. And if you do have Solid Snake in this movie, get Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell now looks like Solid Snake then. Just give him a mustache, white his hair a little bit. And there you go. That's that's all you need to do. I will be front and center if they cast Kurt Russell as Solid as Snake. If I'm being honest. So, who else is in that in that game? You oh you got Meryl. That I wonder who they'll do that. And I think another interesting aspect that they could go for this would be if um, 
with the psychomantis stuff i i really think a great idea especially with movie theaters uh it's kind of a gimmick but it will kind of work for theaters is if they have different uh scenes for the psychomantis stuff because psychomantis's boss mode the whole thing would be that he would read your memory card and then tell you what games you've been playing i i wonder because they do do this with trailers sometimes i know they did it for like the soul movies where jigsaw turns his head and goes hello winnipeg or hello blah 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 i wonder if they could do that but with psychomantis where he goes in front of all these people in winnipeg i will murder you and then have the film glitch in these interesting way where it looks like it's burning up similar to gremlins and stuff like that and trying to fix the movie just real fourth wall breaking stuff but it's a homage to the video games i really i'm really i think there's a lot they could do with this and really add to the psychomantis uh you know psychokinesis powers by have by doing that by adding little scenes here and there just to add to it so we'll, we'll see how i'm very interested to see where they go if they don't cast um kurt russell as solidus the uh the colonel that'll be interesting too that would be kind of like a nice nod as well i definitely want kurt russell in some capacity in this series and i do wonder if they're going to do it based on the first one or if it's going to be its original thing like maybe the the first uh nez or the first playstation i have no idea so yeah i'm very interested uh don't do the second one uh with pretty boy riding i i enjoyed it but i feel it went too much up its own asshole uh for it to work uh if you do the third one just played the whole snake eater theme throughout the movie uh four and five uh the four and five i really enjoyed as well i don't know how you do a five because it's kind of up there i, I also yeah i actually just realized that this sounds like it's involving konami so i don't think hideo kojima might be involved so we got that i guess so now we're uh we've got some more we've got a new director uh I'm very interested to see what they do with this because I did enjoy the last movie that they actually did. So, Overlord director Julius Avery will reboot Van Helsing for Universal. Now, I watched Van Helsing in the movie theater. Uh, when did Van Helsing come out? Let's see. Does it have... Let's take a look. Let's take a look when this uh, came out, but... Van Helsing. How old was young James Beaver when the original Van Helsing came out? No. 2004. So I was 19 when this came out. And I thought this was a big piece of shit. I was a dumb 19 year old. And I looked up and went, what the fuck is this? Hugh Jackman, what are you doing? This was a dumb, dumb, dumb movie. It had its heart in the right place and they really tried. But it was a dumb, dumb movie. And uh, I really enjoyed Overlord. Speaking of uh, 
Kurt Russell, his son, White Russell, was in that as the main lead and really killed it. And I do love me a World War II exploitation style with crazy Nazi experiments. I really enjoy that aspect because it's an easy villain with the Nazis and I like how they demonize them more by making them out to be like Dr. Frankenstein. And this is really good. If you definitely want to check out another good one, check out Frankenstein's Army. That's a, a POV movie about Russians attacking uh, a German institute. And it's got some crazy shit. And I enjoyed the shit out of it. Some crazy monsters. So, apparently... Uh, the over, the the, uh, the director overlord was tapped to do the Flash Gordon franchise, but then now it's unclear. He's also directing a movie called Samaritan, an upcoming superhero thriller starring Sylvester Stallone, which has already piqued my interest. I saw superhero, I saw thriller, I saw Sylvester Stallone. I think Sylvester Stallone is like, I'm really interested to see what they do. But let's talk. Let's talk about the Universal monster franchise. They really tried with that. And in my opinion, hopefully he doesn't sue me, Tom Cruise ruined it. He came in with his uh, army of lawyers, army of writers, and goes, I want to run. Let me run. And he ran. Oh boy, did he run. And ruined the movie. Oh, what? wait a minute. He has powers? Give them to me too. And it ruined what was originally a good idea. But I've not even seen it, to be honest. But just from what I've read, and I'm, I'm afraid to see it because I was actually pretty excited for the idea behind it of using the, monst the monsters from Universal into their own stuff. Into their own franchise. And kind of going back, to, because if you think about it, Universal had the original, like, movie universe with all their monsters finding each other and it, it's nice for them to like kind of come back and maybe reclaim the crown unfortunately they they messed up and they had some good people in line to play the roles but now it's all been messed up uh, i think javier bardem was meant to be the wolfman angelina jolie was the white bride of frankenstein and johnny depp was meant to be the invisible man and because of tom cruise's Failing it, it, it got fucked up. So, I'm very interested to see what they do with this because The Invisible Man was such a strong movie. I really enjoyed The, Vis the Invisible Man. And honestly, they should try and keep it down to a lower scale. Just get, you know, just get Bloomhouse. Blue, uh, Bloomhouse in general, when it comes to it, are penny pinchers. They know how to stretch a budget, how to make shit look good. Um... Steve Blumhouse will stand by craft services and will count every single sausage roll to make sure that the budget spreads enough so that we're all good. I've said that joke multiple times and I will not, I will not, not say it because it, in general that is a great joke and I love it. But Invisible Man was good. Apparently, they're eyeing to do the Wolfman in the same way. Just keep giving it to Bloomhouse. Uh, so it would be like a Universal Bloomhouse uh, fr franchise. They did pretty good with The Conjuring. And just keep doing it. Just 
just keep doing like smaller budgets, cool, cooler monsters, interesting ideas, different, different ideas and stuff like that. So keep going for it, man. Because honestly, oh okay, oh no. So this is going to be produced by James Wan, which is a good sign. But I did fucking see. Oh, that might just be uh, like related. Let me, let me take a look at this. Shannon Tatum is attached to potentially be the Van Helsing. Okay, I, I like Channing Tatum as next as best as the next guy, but I don't think he has it in him to be Van Helsing. He's good. He's a funny guy. I've not seen the Notebook, but I don't think he has it in him. But hey, if he can do it, more play to him. I'm. I'm wrong most of the time and I like being wrong especially if someone's doing well so go for it now for our final story and I can't believe I'm uh, can't believe I'm talking about this one because <sighs> all right okay all right ladies and gentlemen this year we did a Lifetime series uh, where we watched a few movies from Lifetime, and it was pretty. It was pretty shitty. We had some uh, bad, bad stinkers, and I didn't think they could get any worse. But trust Lifetime to come along and release this. If you're looking on the screen, like if you're looking, with, yeah, there we go. Like there, you see that? Yes, that is Mario Lopez. Yes, that is him dressed up as Colonel Sanders. And yes, he is in a Lifetime movie called A Recipe for Seduction. About a thriller about Colonel Sanders. And it's coming out noon, December the 13th. So, uh, how about this? Because we usually combine our... Uh, because we usually have trailers right after this, let's mix it up. Let's, I'm going to watch trailer now, and I'll be right back for the Lord of your listeners. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm live on the show right now. Uh, I just saw the trailer for a recipe for seduction. The Lifetime Colonel Sanders mini movie. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer for it. Okay, I, I'm, I'm asking you now, live on the show, do you want to do a bonus episode on that? Yes, on that movie? Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, me and Mike, coming next week, are going to do a bonus episode on A Recipe for Seduction. I'll find it. We'll, we'll uh, track it down and we'll do a special episode. Thank you, Mike. I'll send you. I'll send you the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll speak to you later, man. Bye. Later. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing a recipe for seduction special episode. It might be Monday. It might be Tuesday. But we are bringing it. I'm actually right now, as you can see, I'm on my Facebook. Send in Mike the trailer so that he's ready. My God, what the fuck? 
I didn't even know it. Wait a minute. Okay. Like, his name, his first name is Harlan Sanders. Like, his first name is Harlan. I thought his first name was a colonel. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, so... Come in sometime next week as after I've just live messaged Mike live on the air. We've agreed we are going to be doing this shit. A recipe for seduction. Good Lord. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's the one time where I'm like, you know, what? I've got to talk about this. I've got to release something. This is like top tier bullshit. So the stream on Monday may be late because I might be recording a special with Mike. Now, we have two more trailers, as uh, you viewers can see in the tab. Now, this one is the Jack in the Box. And I I watched the first one and it sucked a dick. Just to let you know, it sucked. Uh, it had a cool monster. Everything else sucked. It was an English horror movie. I actually watched it for the Halloween, uh, 31 Days of Halloween. If you check my uh, Instagram, you will actually see the poster there. And yeah, it was pretty, like, that's, that's uh, my thoughts on that bullshit. Because it kind of sucked. But now. Okay. So. We're about to check out the trailer for the Jack and Box Awakening. Why do I do this? Because it came out today and I've got to check it out. I'm a glutton for punishment. I do enjoy the the title. The Jack in the Box Awakening Teaser 2021 Toy Horror. So we'll be right back, folks, and I'll give you my opinion. All right, so that was just about a minute. So, so Jack, Jack in the Box Awakening. Uh, the issue I had was that it had a cool monster, but everything else was hokey as shit. You know, it was just kind of hokey. Just didn't didn't work out in my opinion. So I'm very interested to see if they can improve on the original. They have a cool monster. <clears throat> That's the thing. But just from some of like the acting that I've seen in that trailer, uh, yeah, no, I. I I'll probably wait for Amazon Prime when it when it's released on there. Uh, it might be a next year movie when I do the uh, 31 Days of uh, October again. So that'll be super interesting. And that's pretty much all I've got to say on that one. Because in general, I just I just don't know, man. I'm really hoping that they, uh, they have something interesting to bring to the second one. I... Tear more arms off, you know. What I mean, if they if they tear more arms off or like do a lot more fucked up stuff, cool. Like that monster deserves a good movie because it looks cool, but it looks like all the budget went on the costume. So I'm hoping that now that they already have the costume, that the budget that would have gone for the costume is is gone to everything else like the script. So uh, if you want to see the first one and be disappointed, definitely check it out. If you're in Canada on Amazon Prime, it's called the Jack in the Box. So, all right. So now, oh, I'll keep deleting stuff. Never mind. That's that's for later. So now, 
the Marksman trailer. This uh, came out on the 3rd. And it is another Liam Neeson joint. So, let's play a game. Let's, I'm, I'm going to put my hands up and he's a dad. He's gruff. He has a certain set of skills. He, his daughter has gone missing or something involved in his family. And, okay. That's, that's four. That's enough. That's, that's enough. Let's see how many fingers go down on this. So, Gruff. Daughter's missing. He has some skills. Oh, shit. I forgot the right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. There's that's, that's a lot of play game. Fuck it. I can't be asked. Just losing my memory. It's just what I'm talking about Liam Nielsen movies, so it's not... There's no memories that you have to bring into it anyway, so. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Enough of that. Jesus Christ. Uh, I will not be watching that unless I have a gun put to my head. Or if I don't have anything else to watch. Good Lord. Oh, man. I feel so bad for Liam Neeson because he's kind of stuck playing the same role, the same gruff guy that has a military background training, looks like he has a daughter, he's gruff so they, those were the three already right there that I can remember so if this was a drinking game I'd be dead by now, but Jesus Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Like my, my eyes were glazing over watching that it just seems like the same thing over and over again, I, I thought that guy was not doing those roles anymore because he's like older like he said i'm old i can't be doing this all the time if you if you watch taken uh free they had to edit that shit so much that there's like a wwe level 97 cuts in one one minute take just because he couldn't like keep up so it's it's a shame and he's a good actor it just seems like he's taking that taken money and just milking it dry. It really is such a shame that they uh, did that. And I'm very interested to see what he does next because I feel he's he's kind of he's the worst. It's the worst type of thing because it's how should I put this? It's it's the worst kind of thing because. Yeah, like like Kincaid, like Corey Allen was saying, he's just in it for the retirement fund. He's trying to save money by doing that. He's just trying to like pocket, line his pockets. I'm hoping he doesn't have tax problems because that'd be a shame. Like if he Nicholas Cage did, but at least Nicholas Cage at the tail end of that chose some really interesting movies to to take. He did Kick Ass. He did Mandy. He did. The color, uh, the color of space. He did all those good. I still need to see jujitsu. That might be one uh, for next week where I talk about it. But yeah, it's super interesting. I really, I feel really bad for the guy. Oh lord. So, just I wonder where they go from here. I wonder, I wonder where he goes from here. So now, 
let's talk about what movie I watched this week. So we only have one movie because busy, busy. I, I have watched older movies, but uh, when it comes to like newer releases, there wasn't that much. I, I have a few, I had a few, but none of them really interested me apart from this. This was like, as soon as I found out it was out, I grabbed it and immediately checked it out. So I watched Freaky. And, and, oh, thank, uh, Corey Allen's finally following. Congratulations. Uh, so I watched Freaky 2020 starring Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. It has a bunch of other people. This is pretty much a Bloomhouse twist on Freaky Friday. Funny enough, I, when I heard about this, uh, my old roommate actually messaged me and going, they stole your idea because I would drunkenly tell my friend, my roommate at the time, that I would be like, hey, do you know that shitty Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds movie about body switching? Wouldn't it be awesome if instead of it just being that one's a slob and one's a prude, wouldn't it be funny if one of them was a serial killer? And he opens his fridge and his heads and everything like that. Uh, it pretty much took this, but it didn't uh, fully follow because it had to have a teenage girl in it, which is a shame. I think it would have been funny if they did two adults that knew each other and then discovers that, hey, this guy is a serial killer. I've got to go save my family. And then it turns out that they're both serial killers and they both know they were just kind of worried he was just kind of worried that he might kill his family and blow his cover. That was my idea. But this is interesting. It was by the director of Happy Death Day, which is a fun movie. I really enjoyed the concept. It's pretty much Groundhog. It seems like this director does a lot of older movies, but gives it a horror twist and still keeps it comedy. And so this, it stars Vince Vaughn as a serial killer. And he uses a dagger in the way of, he uses like kind of, it's kind of like an Aztec dagger. And just like in Child's Play, stabs in the, in the shoulder and they swap bodies. So now the serial killer is in the young girl's body and sh she is still stuck in this hulking man's body. So I really found this a lot of fun and it had quite violent uh, scenes too there's a scene where someone gets sliced in half with a buzzsaw and it's pretty violent it has a lot of cool effects i like some of the humor and i just generally enjoyed it. it it's definitely i would definitely watch this in the movie theater i think this would have been an entertaining popcorn movie to go to uh, i think it got delayed i think it originally was it originally meant to be for October? Or it might have just been dumped around now just to kind of, just to get rid of it. But yeah, I really enjoyed the hell out of it. And funny enough, uh, the mascots for the school is the beavers. So we got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of uh, pops from that, from like beavers. The main, main character is dressed as a beaver mascot. You got like beavers always win. I was like, I was getting pumped up from it. So it might be just my ego getting stroked. And that is why I enjoy the show at this movie. I also, I'm thinking when it comes to like talking to people that listen to this podcast or listen to the show, 
instead of calling them hey fans or whatever, I'm going to start calling people chumps because I don't know. It, it could people could see that as oh we're the champs or we're the chumps. Either way, it, I'm just throwing shit against the wall and seeing what works, I guess. But yeah, fantastic, uh, fantastic little movie, uh, decent budget, uh, some fun kills. I really enjoyed what they did here. I it has a lot of tropes in it too, because it has where they don't believe her initially and they're being chased until she does like a, a special hand gimmick. Uh, Alan Rook is in it, who is uh, I, I always like everything he's in. Uh, there's a, someone else. Uh, fuck, there was something else, but I, I've, oh, Katie, I think the mother. I think I've seen her in a bunch of stuff too. I think, like, the mum in this uh, is, like, famous. I'm just looking at, at a IMDb right now. Because I think she was in something that I remember watching. Oh, yeah, she was in Oz. And there's something else. What was this? Oh. Oh, she was in the remake of Neither Living Dead. So, she, uh, she plays, like, the mother. And she, she has a... A really fun role. So, that was the uh, live episode. Thanks thanks for everyone who uh, checked it out. Uh, make sure you listen to the audio. I uh, hope you enjoyed my rambling. If you uh, if you have any uh, questions, concerns. Uh, next week, I'm going to try and bring on a co-host. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows. But, next week, we have... Actually, let's start with Friday. So, Friday, we have a episode... That was a lot of fun to record. It is with Lloyd Hannison of The Nerd Nest. Definitely check them out. And it was me, Mike, and Lloyd. The fun thing was we did the Assassin's Creed movie. I played probably 20 minutes of Assassin's Creed. Creed? Creed? Whatever the fuck. And Lloyd and Mike are super fans. So they had to like educate me. And it pretty much became another Hitman Agent 47. Just to let you guys know. It was... I forgot the movie by the time I was finished. So just be pre-warned. You're going to hear a very confused man. Super confused. Super worried about what, what was going on. And everything like that. And then... Sometime next week we're going to have another episode where I gather some stuff. Go for it, enjoy it, and then between the Monday and the Friday, potentially, me and Mike will be doing an episode of Beaver Movies, a special last minute, gotta get it out on a secret recipe. Then, Friday, we have an episode where it's me and Mike again, hopefully. I'm recording it this Thursday, so hopefully Mike shows up. But it'll be me, Mike, and Curtis for a special movie that I'm, not, I'm going to tell you next week. So if you want to find out what that is, definitely check check us out next week. Mike might be around. Who knows? I'm, I'm basically just trying to get you guys to come and listen just to make sure. And like I said, uh, c- come hang out on the uh, on the live shows. We're, we're here to chat. I, I take you... 
I take your uh, whatever you write down. I, I will reply. It's a lot of it's going to be a lot of fun. And that is it. That is it for me. Uh, definitely check the podcast out. Uh, BeaverDoesMovies.com for all your BeaverDoes Movies needs. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you want to, check us out on Patreon, which I am going to be overhauling again in the future. I have an announcement next week for that, actually. But other than that, it's going to be a lot of fun. Catch you guys next week.